What's up, Charleston? This is the Healthy Charleston Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Eve Gigi, where we talk all things health-related. We're going to talk about all sorts of health information, as well as, hopefully, clear up all sorts of terrible health misinformation. Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? Had a lot of fun in this podcast today. I hope you guys enjoy it. Courtney uh, joined us and we got into some amazing topics, Uh, everything from nutrition to stress management to sleep. Uh, As per the usual, we went off a couple um, really good tangents that I hope you guys enjoy. I went in a little bit different format, Um, didn't do my typical uh, Spitfire questions at the end, made this a little bit more conversational. And honestly, Courtney is super passionate about what she does, and it really, really comes through um, in the podcast. Really had a great conversation. You guys should really go check her out. Uh, She has an Instagram handle, organic underscore blondie, where you can find out more info. Uh, She's doing some really, really cool stuff. And uh, yeah, go check her out and hope you enjoy the podcast. Courtney, what's up? How are you? Welcome to the podcast. Thanks. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be a part of this. Yeah, no, I'm super pumped as well. I think we're going to have a lot of fun getting into uh, nutrition, probably a little bit of fitness stuff too, just kind of like make our way around. Yeah. So um, Courtney, Organic Blondie, is that what you said? Yep, that's right. Yeah. Right? And um, doing some really cool things, building a brand, stuff like that. Trying to. Yeah. You know, I'm hustling. I think that's what they call it. Are we all? I love it. So I always like to start these things kind of like, here you are now, you know, doing nutrition and really um, diving deep into that stuff. Like, how did you end up in this place? Like, give us a story of like, how even the company came to be and how even you got into fitness and nutrition in the first place. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'll try to put it in like a nutshell, give you the Cliff Notes version. But um, I really, you know, I've always enjoyed nutrition. I've always enjoyed really feeling my best because I love to do things outside and I love to be active. Um, I don't really think I had a true understanding of how much nutrition plays a part in just our long-term health until... Um, I started to have children. So it was after I got married and had my first child and um, I quit my job. I was in medical sales and ended up staying home full time. And that was kind of when I realized that, you know, I needed not only to take care of myself, but to take care of children. And I think honestly, like if I'm being really raw, it was like the sleep deprivation, just like the stress of being a new parent and trying to navigate like how to stay at home. My husband works from home, so there was like a lot going on in our house. Like we had dogs, we had babies, we had my husband trying to work. So chaos. <laughs> I mean, it was like on like on a 10 all the time in the house. And I'm like, we have got to figure out a way to manage this where we're not all going crazy. And you know, you just get tired and you kind of just start to fall in these like pitfalls and slumps where it's like you'll just eat anything at any time because you just get so tired and you just, you know, you get to a point where you almost don't even care. And I thought, I got to turn this around for my family and for our sanity. So I kind of just started venturing on this like exploration of just my own health. We were kind of using my family as like a guinea pig. Um, And I started reading a lot of books and it was really when like the paleo movement was starting to catch some traction and 
Um, so I kind of started following that a little bit and just started like changing some small things. Like it wasn't ever anything that was overnight or just like a complete 180. But as I started making these smaller changes, I started seeing a lot of change just in myself and then just in our household. Um, you know, they always say like, the, the mom is like the barometer or whatever of the house. So it's like once I was starting to feel a little bit better, it was like all of a sudden the whole house was doing really well. So um, yeah, it just kind of started with me personally and I never really saw it becoming a business. But as the years have gone on and my children have gotten a little bit older, it's now taken shape in the form of more of like a nutrition consultant type business where I can really help those moms that can't help themselves because they barely keep their heads above water, you know, with the responsibilities that they have. It's like, let me help you evaluate what you have going on and let's start just making those small shifts, like in very, very practical, tangible ways for them to start implementing into their day-to-day -day life. So it's, you know, it's been a progression and to be honest, like I'm super excited to see where it goes. I have a lot of like big lofty goals and hopefully, you know, some great things to come, but I'm enjoying the ride. I'm enjoying learning. And what I'm realizing is that it's never, I never truly ever feel like, you know, I've arrived with my health. Like I feel my best right now, but, um, I also know that the more I learn and the more I kind of keep shifting and changing and learning to listen to my body a little bit better, like that's probably your the biggest um like value that you have for your health because you can't ever just adopt something right now and think that that's going to just carry you the rest of the way like you've got to learn to start taking some cues from your body and kind of evaluate the feedback your body's giving you so that you can move forward through the different seasons of life and be able to say hey this isn't working for me anymore i need to make some changes there's like a thousand things to unpack in that little I know. That, like I'm not said. sure if I answered that question. You did. No, no, you definitely did. I mean, if I totally <laughs> went off on a tangent. Yeah, no, no, it's great. I mean, it's a, obviously you're passionate about it. Yeah. You um, had a problem that you needed to solve and then you solved it. And you obviously did a really, really yeah. deep dive on that. And you're yeah. like, wow, if I can solve this problem, you know, can I solve other people's issues too? Let me just yeah. go ahead and try it. Like, yeah. oh, I've had some success. Okay, let's see who else I can help with this stuff. Like, totally. I think that's how all great ventures typically get started. If you're yeah. not kind of really passionate about something, it's probably really hard to convince other people that this is something that you should do kind of as well. But what I really like, and we'll try to see if I can remember all the things that I wanted to unpack in that conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I feel like the first thing that was really cool is like, you really, and rock bottom is probably not the right word, but you kind of need to be like punch in the face to like really get that of like, oh crap, something needs to change, right? Yeah. Like, cause everything works until it doesn't. Exactly. You know, and like you just, oh crap, I've got kids. Um, you know, I'm trying to uh, juggle being a mom, taking care of my own health, take being a wife, like everything all at once. Yeah. Then all of a sudden it's like health or nutrition takes probably like, have you ever heard of like five burners? Yeah. That, right? Yeah, like yeah. you've turned that burner down very, very low, right? Mm -hmm. Everything else is really, really high. And you're like, crap, that's not sustainable, right? Like, right. I feel like crap. So my husband yeah. feels like crap. My kids feel like crap. Like I do agree that you said like the mom, you know, for us, our family, probably every family is different, but it's kind of yeah. like my wife's kind of the rock. And if yeah. she's not feeling good, we don't definitely feel Oh yeah, the best. wheels come off and things just go down right. super fast. Right, it's like nothing is, we're, you know, <laughs> she is the cement that holds us together. Yeah. Yeah, so it's probably the you know, same thing for you guys. So it's like you got 
punched in the face, lack of a better word. You yeah. Know? And then having kids punched in the face, they're like synonymous. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, love it. I do love my kids. Just, yeah. Just to make that clear, <laughs> in case there's any question. Right. And then, so you're on the ground, and you're like, oh crap, how do I figure this out? And kind of like digging yourself out of a hole, you know? Yeah. So, what were some of the like big things? But they were small changes, and I, get, I love that you said that. Another thing we can unpack. But, like, what were the, some of the first, like, little actionable steps that you did when that, yeah. you know, like, That's what's a the great first question. Thing? You know, I think that um, the first thing that you really have to do is, like, assess your mindset because so, so many people that I work with, you know, we, the way that our culture has really um, learn to see food and nutrition is kind of this, like, I picture it like going into a bookstore and there's just, you know, there's all these different types of diets and self-help and all these different things. And so it's like, okay, which one am I going to choose? Like this one looks good. has pretty cover. Like seems like the person that wrote it. It's got a lot of, you know, credibility and not to knock any books. I think that a lot of these have great structure and framework to help people get started. Um, but it's almost like we just choose like, okay, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to do keto. Like that's going to be it for me. And I think that where we need to really start is this mindset of, you know, what do we truly see our health as right now? And like, not try to just adopt some idea of like a diet or lifestyle and then just like slap it on ourselves and be like, well, I've got to fit myself into this box of whatever the parameters are and I'm going to make it work come hell or high water, you know, because I think that ultimately ends up resulting in failure at some point um you're gonna have willpower everybody has some level of discipline but everybody has their achilles heel as well and i think it's only a matter of time before life throws you enough things at one time and you just can't manage it and you will break so it's not i just don't think it's a sustainable model you know to just be like okay I'm coming out of the gate in January strong. Like I'm, I'm going whole 30 and I'm doing that. Not that those things are bad. I think that they're great. Um, but I think that you've just got to first be like, okay, I'm getting on the same team as myself. Like I need to, instead of just trying to find something to fit my body, like I need to just say, where's my body at right now? Like take inventory of how you feel. If you need to write it down, just be like, you know, I'm tired like all the time. Like I'm tired when I wake up. I'm tired after I have coffee. I'm tired in the afternoon. Like, and then, you know, maybe tired after coffee. Dang. I know. Like if, but, and then it's true though. Like a lot of people are just like, they're, you know, running their adrenals into the ground because it's like, they're just, they're so tired. So it's just like caffeine, caffeine, caffeine. And then they get to a point late in the day and they're that wired, but tired. So Mm -hmm. now they need like a couple glasses of wine because they're like, okay, now I got to drive that cortisol down so I can actually fall asleep. Um, and that ultimately just burns out so many different components of your body. And and you will, like, you will feel, you'll just wonder like, what, like, is this what I have to look forward to like this or worse as I age, you know, so we've got to just get on the same team as our body. And like, I think it all starts with your mindset and just giving yourself some grace thinking like my expectation is to improve my health. I don't know how long that's going to take. And I don't know exactly what shape that is. But sometimes you honestly need just more rest. Like that was one of the steps for me. I was like, I'm going to get in the gym five days a week and I'm going to meal prep and I'm going to do all these things. But like there wasn't enough margin in my day to do all of those things. And it was burning me out and creating this stress burden on my life that was inhibiting my body's metabolic ability to even burn extra calories. So I, I was just ultimately like driving my metabolism into the ground and creating this massive stress burden on my life. So, you know, I think if you're somebody that's listening and you're like, yeah, I want to make changes. I don't know how 
try to not evaluate yourself, you know, in comparison to like somebody else. Just be really raw and honest with where you are and how you feel. And you, you honestly, like writing stuff down really helps because it'll help you kind of see your progression as well. It'll help you be able to see long term, you know, hey, maybe I have experienced a little bit of change. It's taken a long time, so I probably wouldn't have seen it if I wouldn't have really just said yes, like I felt this bad at this point in time. But, um, you know, understanding that like mindset's so important and giving yourself grace and space for growth and yep. realizing that like something as simple as rest, if you are, if you have young kids or you have a new job or whatever, you know, life situation is like, your body probably needs a little extra self-love and care. I like it. I mean, what I think people get uh, confused by, and you kind of made this, you alluded to this, and you'll tell me if this is what kind of what you were saying, is with the books, is people want to talk about tactics first, yeah. right? Like they just want, they don't want to have to make a decision. They don't have to take, they don't want to have to yeah. take inventory or awareness. Just like, what do I need to implement right now? Tell me what to eat. Tell me like when I should eat, when. What you need to do is say, well, what's your goal, first yeah. of all? Like, what are you trying to get to? Like, yeah. am I trying to lose weight, blah, blah, blah? And then what are the strategies in order to get there? And then we can kind of yeah. talk tactics. You know what 100%. I mean? Like, it's just you can't – got to take a high-level view. I made this analogy in a previous uh, podcast where it's like very much I'm realizing as I get be bigger into the, like, business world that running a business, like, we put all this, like, time and energy and efficiency into doing that – we need to implement those same things into our lives, right? Like yeah. you have a business plan. Okay, cool. I'm going to have a health plan. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a goal setting for my business. That's a good point. That seems really, really normal. But why wouldn't I have goal setting for like formalized goal setting? Like we do quarterly goals and then we have like these different things we want to work on and we have strategies in place for things. And then we talk the tactics. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Like it, it's, and it changes, like you said. It's, right. You got to make adjustments along the way because like even if you plan you know certain things along the way and like you're like okay well I didn't meet that goal well maybe it's just because I had an expectation that just you know wasn't realistic at that point so you can kind of like modify and change it's not like well that was the plan and we failed and so now we just throw the you know what's that analogy the baby with the bath water or something like that yeah that. yeah yeah I hate that analogy it's, it sounds weird to me throwing out the baby with the bath yeah yeah what yeah that sounds like terrible that. <laughs> yeah but don't do that right like yeah. again willpower I love that you said that will fail you like nobody has yeah. willpower 100% of the time and like that's okay that that's why it's a you know it's a destination it's a it's a, it's a journey it's yeah. not necessarily like I'm there right you're yeah. never there yeah. like it's it's a forever kind of thing yeah. right like it's a lifestyle change I do think people are understanding that now they just don't necessarily maybe attack it from the right angle right you know oh, yeah like it, I couldn't agree more yeah so it's like I have all these strategies in place and I feel like the, the one thing that you kind of just said if, if you want to kind of do one thing to make this change is just like take and again, we do this in business. I keep, I don't know why I make these knowledge all the time. Maybe it's because I'm interested in business. But like, you understand where you are and like the next step would be kind of understand where, where you want to be. Yeah. You know, so right now you just need to understand where you are. Like, yeah. You what's can't going make on? any improvements if you're just like, I'll just, I'll do anything. I just know that I, I need to lose weight. And it's like, okay, well, we need to get like a couple layers deeper because whatever it is that you've been doing, whatever those patterns and habits have, have been, like have brought you to where you are right now. So 
we can't unpack like how to undo that wiring in your brain because a lot of these things are just subconscious. Like we just, we do the same things all the time whether we realize it or not. And it might be something as simple as like, you know, how much sleep are you getting at night? You know, what is your like blue light activity? What are your detox, you know, methods looking like? You know, are, are you hydrated? Like, do you have, you know, a, an overwhelming amount of stress that you're not yeah. managing well? So it's like, you can't even, you really can't address anything until you're really like, okay, wh- how have I gotten to where I am right now? Because there are like some different elements of my life that make up every single day that are going to have to change. And it can't just be, well, I'm going to go to Whole Foods and spend $400 on all this organic stuff and I'll just spend three hours meal prepping and then I'll lose all the weight. Like it's, if you're looking at like a lifestyle and you don't want to have to have this like battle with yourself long-term where it's like, you're constantly just, I'm going to diet, I'm going to restrict and like live with all this anxiety. Like that's what most of the women I work with, like, I mean, they have anxiety just going to social events and like, I get it. I've been there too. And it's sure. like, okay, great. Is there going to be food there? Like, yeah. should I eat before I go? Should I bring food? Are people going to think weird if I don't have a drink or like, you know, it's all of these things, but I'm like, we just kind of have to get a little bit more like big picture and just, you know, understand that like, if you want to enjoy life, you want to enjoy the journey, like set yourself up with some good practices and then also give yourself some margin to just be, just exist and enjoy being in the moment with your family and with your kids without this stress of like, well, I got to put it in my fitness pal and I, I don't know how many calories that is. Like that's no way to experience life. Like we're only here once. Like, We've got to figure out how to like optimize our health and still realize that like our bodies are amazing. Like they are made to be resilient and to rebuild and to fight disease. We just have to get a lot of the junk that we, that is in the way of our body doing what it's already designed to do. It's always regenerating cells. It's always fighting disease. Sometimes there's just some things that we're doing that are just impeding our body's ability to do those things effectively. It's not necessarily always doing new things, always buying new supplements. Sometimes it's just like eliminate those barriers, you know? Man, you just talked like we talk for our physical therapy stuff. Like your body's super (laughs) resilient and like, you know, just try to get out of your own way. You don't necessarily need to add all these like external factors. And for us, that's like pharmaceuticals or that's surgeries or that's cortisone shots, which again, can be very, very effective in certain implications, but I'm going to go ahead and throw like 99% of the time. If you can like sleep a little better, eat a little better, make some better, uh, activity choices. If if you're doing too much or doing too little, could be either one, you know, then you can probably, uh, improve and let your body heal itself. Right. 90% of the time. And yeah, like nutrition's no different. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's, I mean, I love the idea and you know, it gives me a little bit of leeway too, I feel like. But like you're you kinda of have to experiment too, right? Like you have to understand what works for you. Like there's we've talked about this last time we chatted before the podcast. It's just like there's no one size fit all. Right? right? Like you can cool, you got a framework, it could be keto, whatever, awesome. Like it makes things a little bit easier. You don't have to make every single food yeah. choice decision. I like the whole 30 because I can eat as much as I want, but only within like, that just yeah. works for me where some people need to be maybe more restrictive or they like to weigh their food or they like yeah. to meal prep or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, just figure out what works for you. There's a lot of yeah. choices. Out there. there are a lot of choices. And like you said, I mean, we're all made up of the same parts, but all those parts work uniquely just to us. And so it's a matter of really... Like, I, I think it's kind of, you know, on one hand, it is a little extra work. And I tell everybody, like, you know, being healthy and feeling good, like, this is this is going to be something you have to put effort towards every single day for the rest of your life. 
if you want to sustain that. So, you know, don't think of it as like, oh, like I can't wait till this whole 30, like 30 days is over and I can, you know, go back to eating some other things because hopefully I've lost enough weight and it'll buy me some road where, you know, I fit into my jeans. Like, it's not a good long-term strategy. <laughs> it's really not. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, we just, I, I feel like it's, it's very easy to get, you know, sucked into the culture, like I said, like of how we view food and, and to not really just evaluate that like food is here to sustain us and it doesn't have to be perfect all the time and it's going to look different from person to person, but that's okay. And I think that just like having a little bit of, you know, appreciation for your body and just realizing like, yeah, it's going to pay off if you put in the effort now, you know, just assume that it's a responsibility just like it is if you're a parent and you're trying to keep little kids alive every day. That is just assumed responsibility. You also have to assume responsibility for yourself. Like, don't just go through life waiting for the other foot to drop and, you know, now all of a sudden you're, you're facing disease and so it's like, oh, I gotta go to a doctor, they have to fix me. Like, be your own doctor. Like, I think that doctors are great. And I think that having all of the medicine available in this country and, and different, and access, so much access to medical professionals um, is a wonderful resource. However, I think that we've put that responsibility on like doctors and we are just kind of like, we check out. It's almost like, yeah, I'll, I'll do everything I need to do until I really start feeling bad, then I'll go to a doctor. And it's like, there's so many little signs your body's giving you along the way. Like just being able to cue into that, can you can start making those changes and it will avoid you so much heartache down the road yeah. and pain. And so I think that that's like a responsibility I really want people to like embrace and realize like it's a gift. Like it's not a burden. Like yeah. it's, you give, you've been given this vessel and it works so hard for you every day. Like appreciate where you are, even if it's not where you want to be, you know, at your weight or you you feel pain and you know, it hurts to move your body. Like appreciate that you're breathing, like your body is still working for you. So you're just going to have to like embrace that ride, you know, down the road to get you where you want to be. Yeah. Relying on a doctor, I'm going to be blunt about this, um, to make your health choices is a great way to not die, but you're not living at that point. You know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. there's no, there'll be zero quality of life. I right. mean, we're really good at keeping people alive. Like yeah. our medicine is very good. Like I would argue that modern medicine is not very good at like improving someone's quality of life. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I guess it depends. Like I'm sure there's, there's as in all things, there's like leeway and certain differences, yeah. but in general, you know, you're typically just, um, you know, masking the symptoms or trying to keep things going like yes you have to i mean something that we say a million times to our patients um and like i say to anybody i have a conversation with like you have to take control of your own health it's just the bottom line like exactly what you just said there's yeah. no other there is no other way like right nobody can do it for you just yeah. like anything else like you've got to kind of take charge of that something i was just thinking about tell me what you think of this so like i like the idea and i've been thinking about this a lot in my own head the idea of like willpower and discipline and how that can like fail on us, right? Yeah. Like it's just a normal thing. So, um, you know, people are relatively healthy, like you, you know, you are, that eventually willpower becomes a habit, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So like really you have to just have enough willpower yeah. in order to create a habit and then no longer is it really a choice, right? Like so true. That's at some, a great point. Right? At some point now I just like if I don't go to the gym, I feel terrible. There was a time in my life where I just didn't go to the gym every day and it was hard for me to do it. Yeah. So like I, I've done some research on this stuff. And it's yeah. like 63 days 
is about the cutoff. It's not really 30. Oh, Do you know okay. what I mean? Like, yeah. to truly create a habit. Like, in 30 days, it's you're, like... You kind know, of in a rhythm. Yeah, 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 in a rhythm. But, like, to make it a true, lifelong yeah. daily habit, something like 60, which is a long time. It is a but long time. also, it, like, in yeah. your entire life, right, it's just yeah. a little blip in the radar. So, like, right. can you, like, just, again, if there's... As always, it's a bell curve, so like it's called 63 in the middle. Some people it's way longer. Some people it could be shorter. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, just stick to it until it becomes a habit. Like, okay, I don't drink Diet Coke anymore. You see, right. I don't smoke cigarettes anymore. Yeah. Like at some point it just becomes a habit and can you kind of get to that place? That's so good. And I think like setting those little benchmarks too, like one thing that I challenge a lot of clients with is just cutting off your, uh, your last meal at a certain time. And like, you know, I'm not even concerned about how much you're having for dinner. I just want you to be done by like six, like eat an earlier dinner. And that way, by the time you're going to bed, like your body is in full restoration mode. It is no longer breaking down and digesting mm-hmm. food. It can go to work doing all the other things that it needs to do to repair and kind of rebuild everything that you've torn down over the day. And it's like, that one component, I mean, if you didn't even change the food you were eating during the day and you were running around, you know, and have all kinds of like chaos and stress in your life, but you can protect the window of rest at night, you can start to see changes immediately. Like your body is not sitting around waiting for all the stars to align for it to get its act together. Like you can give it just a little bit and to work with and you would be so amazed at how much better things start to work together. And it's like, just something that simple. I'm like, look, we're, we're not gonna like try to, you know, upend your whole life in one right. week because it's just not doable for most people. And it becomes so daunting and like miserable because it's like, well, I like all the things I do and now I can't do any of them. So I'm like, look, it's fine. Like, yeah. let's just work on that one element. And it's usually when people start to see the difference from just that one tweak and they're like, okay, this, this, makes me want to take the next step. Like it propels them into making one other small change. And like you said, before you know it, those things become routine. Like I don't, I'm not, after I finish dinner, like I'm just not hungry and I don't, I'm not tempted to just like pick and snack in the kitchen the rest of the night. Cause it's just, I just don't do it anymore. So it's not even in my mind, but you, you know, your brain, um, and I'm sure like you probably talked about this to a lot of your patients, but like it has this, this muscle memory. So, you know, the more you do things, you create and cement these pathways in your brain. So it's like just changing things a little bit, like just a little bit. It's all of a sudden like confusing to your body because it's like used to doing one thing. Mm-hmm. So I tell some people like something else that's really easy that you could do is just to walk out of the kitchen because some people are like, yeah, well I eat dinner, but then I have to clean dinner up. And so then I'm still kind of just like noshing a little bit here and there. And I'm like, when you make dinner, even if you're picking a little bit why you're doing that, it's like, we'll get to that later. But I just want you to clean everything up or be in a place that when you are done sitting down eating a meal, that you can just like go to another room in your house. So go sit on your back porch and just go like sit, just hang out with your family or go take your dog on a walk or go get in the shower. Mm-hmm. But just removing yourself from that, it's it, like you won't be tempted, but then when you kind of do solidify that habit, then it's fine. Like it's, you know, you can eat a meal and you almost like have created in like a a little bit more awareness of your hunger cues so that you're not just mindlessly 
you know, eating forever. Yeah. Time restricted eating, which I like a lot, has a lot of data behind it. And I love that as an easy thing for people to implement because like yeah. not a lot of people are doing it. Yeah. And they usually something that I feel like is pretty easily achievable. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I like the idea of just taking one, you know, tactic and just implementing it. That's probably the best strategy over like a year or like yeah. a month or whatever. Right. Like right. pick one thing, implement it, create a habit, pick one thing, implement. Like that's probably, yeah, probably it definitely is the only way to create like there's not many of us who can just make all those changes at once. Like it's going to be, yeah. um, that would be honestly pretty terrible. But, but you're right. Like, uh, I'm sure everybody who's listening has driven in their car and like most people, I forgot what it is now, like move or like change jobs or whatever. Yeah. Give her been going down the highway and you're just mindlessly driving yes. to like your old house Yeah. or mindlessly driving yeah. to like the one place that you went all the time. You're like, wait a minute. I live on the other side of town now. Or wait a minute, I don't work here anymore. Like, I've done that. Like, I've been in the same city my entire life, so maybe there's something to be said for that. But, you know, I'm just driving down. Like, man, I went to, like, my old childhood home, almost, like, made it there one time. Just, like, again, it's it's amazing amazing what a habit can do. And then what a little thing, which I really like you said, is just changing one thing, like, you know, uh, get out of the kitchen, right? Or, like, go for a walk after dinner or whatever. Like, change one thing and realize that, like, yeah, you're hungry because it's purely the habit that you've created over the past, right. you know, 10, 15 years of your life. It's not because you're truly, yeah. you know, I do that to myself all the time. Here's my little trick, right or wrong. I'll be like, hey, I'm really hungry. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm hungry. I'm saying, I think I'm hungry. Would I eat a bowl of carrots right now? And it's like, yeah. no, not really. It's like, okay, I'm not that hungry. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, just like a little simple thing like that. No, I just feel I like eating as opposed yeah. to like, am I truly hungry? Which yeah. like... I would argue, which, which I'm going to go down a rabbit hole, but, you know, sorry, already people are used to it listen to my podcast. Um, <laughs> it's your podcast, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, uh, just mindlessly, um, like, there's definitely people out there, I would argue, we'll call it in America, who've probably, I'm going to get flagged for this, I know it, but have never truly <laughs> been hungry. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. hungry in the, like, traditional, like, Oh man, yes. like I'm very hungry. Like the fasting is a huge thing right now. So a lot of people who I respect in the health field like yeah. say that you should be fasting. And when I mean fasting, I'm talking anywhere from like five to seven days to yeah. more, like where they fast. do not, where yeah. they do not eat, right? And like probably, arguably, I've never actually been hungry. I've never not eaten for a day. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and yeah. supposed to, so you know the fact that that's even humanly possible and like yeah. um, possibly, arguably. Again, get a flag for this that we should all be doing some version of that, which sounds kind of crazy. It's like very, very healthy for you and like yeah. um, fights against cancer and stuff. Again, like this is all like hearsay. I've never done a deep dive on the research. This is just like some people are. Peter Atia, if you ever like, if you know who that is, go check him out. He does some really cool stuff. He's a oh, medical yeah. doctor. Um, we can share that in the show notes. But yeah, like, you know, what's it like to truly actually be hungry? You know? I know. It's, it uh, is. It's, it, it's weird. It is so weird. My kids, like, they'll say they're starving, and my yeah. husband always says, he's like, you don't know what it's like to be starving. And they're like, yeah, I'm really hungry. And he's like, no, you really don't know what true hunger is because you guys are kids. Right. Like, you eat every other hour, basically. Right. But, yeah, I think that's probably the biggest issue in this country is that food is so accessible. So it's just, like, everywhere. And we really... You know, one of the biggest questions I get from most of my clients is how do I trust myself? Because I want them to get to a point where 
they can honor their body's, you know, hunger cues. And it's like, yes, I'm hungry. Now I know I need to have like a nutrient dense meal and like how we structure those meals. Those are all things we work through, but then they almost get a little bit, you know, it's usually like kind of halfway down the road and they're like, well, I don't know. Like, am I hungry? I don't know if I should try to push myself with a fast or whatever. And it's like, they don't trust their own signaling and hunger cues anymore. And I'm like, yeah, you, it's, you know, I don't think you're ever going to get some clear blueprint of exactly like, yes, now there's a million factors that go into that. Right. But I said, just be sensible about it, you know? And, and that's the main thing. If you're eating the right foods, like you're not going to deviate too far off the track. So if you're eating processed foods and, you know, refined oils and sugars and things like that, then yeah, like those have addictive properties. Like your body craves that glucose and it's, your blood sugar is going to go up and then it's going to go down and you're going to want to eat more glucose and sugar and all this stuff. So know that like, you know, those types of hunger cues, you got to be like, yeah, that's not, that's not truly like my body is craving nutrients, not <laughs> sugar. So, um, yeah, I think that, you know, you hit the nail on the head with that. And yes. there, there is a lot out there in terms of how much, you know, just doing this time restricted feeding and, you know, every single person's body, there's a little bit of a threshold you've got to be aware of because especially for women, um, you know, with fasting, you can really create a, a big stress response. And one of the first things that your body will compromise are your reproductive hormones. So oh, wow. if you're yeah. a woman that, you know, all of a sudden is having great success with intermittent fasting and you can do a 16-8, but all of a sudden now, you know, your cycles are a little irregular, you know, that is a sign that like your body is, is not deeming it safe to create a child anymore. So it's not going to let you you know, get pregnant basically. Mm -hmm. So it's going to shut the reproductive factory down. And what, you know, some women are like, well, that's great. Like, you know, that, that would be ideal. I'm trying to have kids. <laughs> right. Yeah. But you know, the thing is like those hormones, you know, progesterone, estrogen, testosterone, they're so very important in our immune system and for bone density, bone structure, hair growth, all of those things. And so, you know, they may seem like they're not big side effects, but if your hair is all falling out and your, your body cycles irregular, like, that's a sign like now we've now we've taken something that was working in our favor for metabolic ability and now it's creating a stress factor on that hpa axis or you know our, our stress response and now we're we're driving stress and then that's going to create gut imbalance and it kind of just goes down the line but there's a little bit of a fine line so you know if you're a, a female and you know you're like kind of dabbling with that time-restricted feeding, I think that it can be very useful, but I think you do have to be careful because it can, a lot of times I see that it works for women up front, but then all of a sudden, two to three months down the road, it can almost start to create a little bit of stress in the body. So kind of doing some, you know, not like carb refeeds, but just giving your body a little bit of that extra carbohydrate in the form of like starchy vegetables, those kind of things, gives your body food security. And that's really where, you know, you can balance that hormone response with, you know, the benefit of the fasting. Yeah. I mean, would you agree that like, I feel like the ultimate litmus test is, do you feel good and healthy and do you yeah. have energy? Like, yeah. sure. Everybody, like if you change the way you're, you change some habits or like, you know, I don't think you ever... Do you feel bad if you make a healthy food choice? Like not typically, right? It's like, yeah. it may be like frustrating. It right. may be like, oh man, I really want that cookie. But like an hour later, yeah. you're, you're like, oh man, I feel good. So yeah. like you should be 
right? Like, again, it's not my reason, but you should be feeling good most of the time. Right. Right? So if you're not feeling good, yeah. then you need to change something. You shouldn't yeah. be feeling bad because you're making healthy lifestyle choices. I think some people may forget that, kind of like what you're alluding to, right? right? I mean, I think the the whole, again, not my of expertise, but the whole, like, pregnancy and hormone and nutrition thing, like, how many... OBGYN, stuff like that, go into that realm and to help fix things for fertility issues. Oh, I, 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 you know, I don't know if I want to go down. That's like a touchy yeah. subject, but like yeah. just the fact that you brought it up, I just think like in general, like again, the, these other health issues or things that could be going wrong in your life sometimes could be uh, more of like sleep and nutrition than anything else. And like, yeah. let's look at those things um, kind of first before you make any like drastic yeah, yeah. fertility decisions, which a lot of people go, you know, which is a tough road. We have some friends who've had to go down the road and that's yeah. very difficult. Um, you know, and, and they may have made, may or may not have tried nutrition again, not my place, but like definitely an option. Like, like yeah, let's, yeah. let's, let's, let's have a conversation about that or seek, seek out resources. Um, cause there's, yeah, other reasons for that. And your body's always wanting to bring balance. You know, that's what yeah. I tell people like it's, it, it doesn't like being so lopsided with this like high stress demand and then, you know, suppressing your immune system. Like it, it doesn't like that because it, it knows that like that, that puts you in a very vulnerable place. So, you know, and I think like just like dieting or infertility, like when you start to hit a roadblock, people start to panic a little bit. Like mm-hmm. it's like I have anxiety because now like I am dieting, but I used to get the results. Now I'm gaining weight. So what do they do? They restrict more. And it's the same thing like with fertility. It's like, uh, okay, like what's going on here? Am I never going to be able to have kids? And like, you know, I know cause just as a woman and having, you know, had children and, you know, I've had plenty of hormone imbalance struggles and, you know, still currently deal with some stuff. But, um, you know, it, it drives this anxiety and the anxiety alone can create such instability in the body. And so... I, it is a struggle. I mean, I, I won't, you know, diminish the fact that it's like you want to be healthy, but you know you've got some health struggles and it's like, okay, how do I help my body along without becoming so consumed with what it is I'm trying to overcome that it, again, yeah, it consumes becomes a barrier. Be, yeah, become and, more stressed out and more anxious, exactly. which is going to make your health choices even more difficult. And, like, we definitely know that there's, I mean, cortisol, let alone yeah. other hormones that will just yeah. affect uh, the more cortisol you have, the more hungry you are. I mean, it's, it's pretty simple ratio yep. there. Yep. So it's like, yeah, managing stress, man. Like that's, <laughs> you figure out that and you're going to be Dude, a I billionaire. Know. Yeah. You know, like. Uh, I, I don't know that I'll get that one figured out in my lifetime, but. Yeah. Hey, but I mean, we'll, we'll chip away at it. We're just trying to help each other along. So, right, right. So like, you know, the best stress relief sometimes is to like have a friend or, you know, just go get your dog or whatever it is. Yeah. If, if your people are like not your thing and you're burned out of people, <laughs> get a pet or something. Yeah, just go but take it's a walk. Like, yeah, it's just sometimes you just got to like dial it back. And I think that like those of us that, and this is probably most of your listeners, like, you know, driven people, people that, you know, like they, they want to get up every day and accomplish things and feel good about what it is that they're called to and that they're doing and progressing towards. And um, you know, just sometimes having that like me too component of like, just finding those people that are in, in your life that like, can kind of be like, Hey, you know, it's okay. Or, you know, let's just have a day where we just, you know, kind of lounge out. We don't have to always be doing something. Like I, I have to tell my husband that all the time. I'm like, 
you know, we just moved here. So he's like, let's go to the beach. Let's do this. I'm like, look, we're not going anywhere. We don't have to do everything right. <laughs> the first month of living here. We experienced Shaws and pack it all into one Oh, home. man. It's like, let's go let's go eat every single place. And I'm yeah. like, we can't do that. I mean, like, I'm all about the food here, but, like, we can't do them all yeah. you know, at the same time. But, um, yeah, cool. I think it's, you know, creating that culture, like, the lifestyle, the people, the, you know, it's that's – that's what's so great. And I think that's what's great about your business here, too, because, you know, it's about bringing people together that want to take those steps. They want to improve their health so that they can experience life. And, like, having those emotional connections with other people that are on that same journey, like, you have no idea the kind of impact that that has just mentally. Like, you know, that's what will sustain you when you don't feel like getting up. Like, you're just tired and you don't know why because you seem like you're doing the right things. Like, it's just having those simple things in place. Just show up. Like, yeah. you know, you can have other people there that can they can kind of, like, help you along the way. And and that just – and you can be that person for somebody else, too. So Yeah, I think that's, that's why really I think cool. uh, group fitness and just, like, a lot of things done in groups. Like, community is just huge. Like It is. It really know, is. When they talk about these um, – I talk about a lot, but these kind of blue zones where people are their healthiest. And I think – like the number one thing was the the community aspect. Mm-hmm. I do think that's a blessing and a curse though, right? Like, yeah. cause you're kind of like the equivalent of what the five people you hang around. So you've got to look around and yeah. like everybody's, you know, significantly overweight and making poor food choices. Yeah. Like it's going to be, I think your likelihood is like dramatically diminished, oh, for sure. which is tough, you know, yeah. like, okay, do I separate my, separate myself, myself from these people? Yeah. Like what's the choice yeah. that I have to do next? You know, yeah. like, but you're right. Like if you can find somebody who you can just connect with and just take like a step back and just like de-stress and like, you know, vent to sometimes, yes. right? Like you definitely need yeah. that like advocate in your life for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, so I ask everybody this. So I want to get your take. So if you look or define a healthy person or healthy individual... How would you define that? What are the like characteristics of that person? Or you know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's a good question. I was like uh, kind of getting everybody's take. Everyone seems to have a little bit different. Yeah. Like, you know, the absence of sickness is obviously the traditional definition, which we try right, to get away right. from. And now we're like, all right, I'm healthy. What am I? Yeah. You know, I think like I I try to like apply that like to myself a little bit, just in like how you know, because I think that most people they want to be what they, you know, envision healthy, you know, whatever that definition looks like to them. And so I think like somebody that just feels confident and, and empowered and, you know, doesn't have to have all the answers and it doesn't always have to be so black and white can feel very confident in managing their health and their lifestyle in that gray space. You know, that is where we live. It's never, you know, one end or the other. It's like, we're always just kind of trying to move the needle forward a little bit. And, you know, we kind of have some bumps along the road, but that's totally expected. It's, it's never going to be a smooth ride. So I think just like being healthy, just embracing, you know, what you have to work with, appreciating it, and ultimately like just taking the effort to make steps to change where you think you need to. So, I mean, I think that the output is different for every single person. So, you know, somebody that might look really healthy might just, you know, eat fast food every day and have like Oh, I've seen that. There's people who look yeah. super healthy like yeah. in gyms and they're like, yeah. I think it's, yeah, I think 100% like 
feeling your best, knowing that you're doing your best to take care of yourself and giving yourself grace. Like the person that can do those things and is just confident and happy with who they are and not like, yeah. you know, cause it's, it is very hard when you get in this industry too. And it's like all you do every day, you're always wanting to see change in your body and you want to see change for the better. And like for myself, my biggest struggle is like, okay, if I'm doing this all day, every day, like I just eat, sleep and breathe, you know, nutrition and lifestyle, but like things start to slip for me. And like, I feel like my body isn't performing as well, or I'm not feeling that well. It's very easy for me to become like depressed and critical and just like not happy with myself. And I think like, that's everything that I stand against. Like that's, I stand for health and for mm-hmm. like being an advocate for your body. And so, like, I have to coach myself out of it a lot of times. Because sure. I'm like, I can't always expect my body to be in this, like, peak place indefinitely. Sure, you can. Come on. <laughs> I know. Yeah. There are seasons where, yeah. like, I just I cannot expect to be in the gym and just be, like, lifting heavier and going harder. Like, yeah. my body just doesn't need that all the time. Like, there are times where I can just do some yoga and take some walks. And, like, that yeah. can be acceptable. So... I don't even know if I started at the question and ended with an answer. No, no, it's good. Good. You know, almost like what I got from it was like, just kind of live and love that little bit of gray area. Be like, yeah. give yourself gray for, or grace, sorry. Give yeah. yourself gray. Yeah. yeah. Give gray, yourself grace gray. for the yeah. ups and downs, yeah. you know, because you can't really have like, I think the ups if you don't have some downs, right? Like, I know. you know, and it's, and again, you're right. Your body uh, needs different things at different times and you're not going to always figure it out right away. And it's the people, which really I thought was an awesome definition of being healthy. It's the people who are like realizing that and like working towards it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like as long as you're like, okay, I feel like crap. What do I need to do different? Like cool. Like it's the people who dig themselves in big holes. Like I feel like crap. I'm not going to change anything. Why is nothing improving? Oh, I'm changing nothing. Why isn't anything improving? You know, like that's. Or the people that just like refuse to love themselves until they look or feel a certain way like I I absolutely hate the way that I look and I will never like look at a mirror and feel confident and feel good about myself until I have this number on the scale and it's like don't wait for that like you will spend your whole life thinking that like you know you're just chasing this one goal and it's like just be content where you are like know that you can make improvements like there's okay it's okay mm-hmm. to recognize like areas you need to improve on sure and do actionable things to get you there but it doesn't mean that you can't love yourself right now that you can't appreciate what you've done that's that's good that's working yeah. for you don't write off all the things that are good just because like the number on the scale says something different so yeah, that's a big one you know yeah. like people that can master that like yeah you know, oh, and we all struggle so with that hard. yeah, yeah. You know, I just, mean, I, I don't claim to have that. Yeah. I'm telling everybody, but I'm right. just saying, like, I certainly don't have that perfected. I know. Just like, yeah, can I just be confident and kind of live in the present moment? Like, yeah. oh, man, if I can master those two things. Like, but yeah, I mean, sometimes you need to shift your focus maybe to those two things instead of shifting focus to yeah. counting calories or restricted yeah. eating. Like, yeah. you know, we've definitely had that theme in the podcast where, like, you need to kind of have that awareness and kind of, like, the mindset stuff. That is where you need to start. And nobody starts there nobody starts there 
No. Everyone starts at keto. Everyone yeah. starts at paleo. <laughs> Everyone starts at South Beach diet true, or, you know, yeah. the Hollywood yeah. cookie diet, whatever you want to say. You know? Oh, man, I forgot about that one. That was a good one. Blast from the past. <laughs> is that still around? Now? I don't know. I use that all the time. I don't even know what it is. I think I heard it one time and one show. Yeah. I was like, what? That like, was yeah. like a real thing for a while. Yeah. Weird. Weird. If the cookie diet could have worked out. Yeah. And it probably worked for some people. Isn't that the crazy part? Like, it didn't make it there because it sure never worked. I mean. Somebody must have lost weight. Jared from Subway. He ate Subway every day. And I'm like, well, you know. Some people. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. Well, cool. This was um, awesome. How can people uh, reach you or find out yeah. more about you? I'd yeah. love to. Um... Um, yeah, that's great. So, if you want to follow me on Instagram, I'm organic underscore blondie. Um, and you can find me on my website at organicblondielife.com. So I do a lot of health coaching. You don't have to just live in Charleston to work with me. I work with women. Um, I also work with some men, work with professional athletes. I work with postmenopausal women, like the full gamut. Um, and I love it. It's just like, I absolutely, it's my wheelhouse. I enjoy talking and connecting with people. So, um, you can find me on either of those platforms and, uh, yeah, definitely reach out and, you know. So it's good to connect with people. So Yeah, you're definitely passionate about it. It's really cool. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for coming on. Thanks. Thanks for having me. What's up, everybody? Eve here. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Healthy Charleston Podcast. If you did, we would love for you to leave us a five-star rating on iTunes. And please leave us any comments. We're always looking to improve or recommend a guest. Yes, we take recommendations. Also, if you want to learn a little bit more about us and our health and human performance clinic, or we do physical therapy and performance training, please go check out madetomovept.com. Again, that's made, the number two, movept.com. Thanks so much. Talk to you soon.